Welcome. We are live. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. Share this out, share this out, share this out. All right, it's Friday night. Time for the Law of One. But before we get started on that, I'm going to uh, make an announcement that uh, is kind of important for those of you who are paying attention in the world. The announcement is that about a week ago now, just about seven days ago, the world coalition that it has taken years to get set up worldwide, COVID helped that and enabled that very quickly. In the last three years, the world coalition announced their independence for the first time from the rich elite cabal, whatever you want to call the that you've heard them being called the Illuminati, the Skull and Bones, the Bilderbergers, and uh, the Deep State, and it, all of the you know the rich elites, the powers that should not be, uh, who have been trying to control this planet and been acting as if they own it. Well, the people that were tired of that rule by fear and aggression um, ended up joining this coalition that was being put together um, by myself and many other millions of people around the world. Uh, but I assisted in, in many ways behind the scenes in that, along with millions of other people uh, that are volunteers worldwide to set up this coalition that started with like five lawyers and six doctors and a bunch of us that were working in different governmental systems around the world and ties to governmental systems worldwide. And now that coalition has announced their independence. So uh, I wanted to point that out for those of you who um, know about that, uh, that that happened. And because of that, a coalition that I'm a part of and that many of you in my audience are a part of, some of you know you're a part of it, some don't know that yet, are a part of, there's a, a more coalitions. There is the off-world coalition called the Coalition of Venus or the or the Supreme Council of Venus. Uh, they're called different things. Uh, people know them by different names. Um, you know, the Galactic Alliance, um, that's another term. But, uh, but there's a difference in those um, uh, bodies that are 3D and 4D. The Galactic Alliance is more of a militant wing uh, of, the, of the, the Council of Venus. There's several... Uh, operating systems from operating from around the universe that have come together in that council. One of those is a council that I belong to in that a few of the people that listen to this uh, when we're, when I'm on also are a part of, and that is uh, the Orion. It's one of the councils that came from Orion and, and everybody goes, wait a minute, Ra is talking about people from Orion. So they must be all evil. Well, Ra is all is also from Orion. Um, good people and bad people are everywhere in the universe at this level. Uh, and good people have came here. So the Orion Coalition of Light is a coalition uh, of light bringers who have come here and have been on this planet as wanderers for hundreds of thousands of years to help out in what's going on here. And I have a video that we put together introducing that. And I'm going to be talking through it. The reason I'm going to be talking through it is that those of you who have are watching this on the MP4 file, you'll be able to see the visuals and read for yourself what's on the screen. But those of you who are listening on the MP3 file, you'll just hear chanting uh, and you'll hear um, 
uh, tones, especially vibrations, uh, one of which is going to be 528 uh, hertz, which is the um, heart chakra activation, love activation, but there's um, all of the spectrum of nine uh, vibrations that you will hear. And those of you who are keen with music, you'll be able to detect them, including the ohm um, of, uh, sound, but the, the, it's done differently than the ohm. You're going to hear them go, hey, 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 and then they're going to hit that ohm sound. And you're going to hear that recurring over and over in the background. All of that was done on purpose for activations. I will read uh, on the screen for those of you who are watching. You're going to go, why is he reading what I'm seeing? I'm reading it for the benefit of those people around the world that will be tuning in on the MP3 uh, uh, podcast, which will be on whatever place that you guys listen to podcasts all around the world. So I'll read to you what you will not be seeing, and you'll be just hearing music for two and a half minutes. So I'll read you what it says during that vi that video. And I've released this video to the world, and I'm releasing it now for the first time on this show. And uh, when we do our Earth Day, which is uh, you know April uh, uh, 20th, 22nd. Um, we will, I will again show the video because we're, uh, it's time to introduce to the world. Some of you know, some of you have heard of it. Some of you, especially mediums, have talked to people from the Orion uh, um, a Coalition of Light. And some of you have astral traveled and been taken before the Orion Coalition of Light. And that is becoming more prevalent and aware. And people are mentioning it on their own and there's a reason for it because of these activations and because of this coalition, world coalition, de declaring its independence, standing on its own, being powerful enough and no longer afraid of this cabal that is trying to run this planet. Uh, in defiance of that, um, they have now um, realized that they are equal to, if not stronger than, and they have large coalitions. And one of those large coalitions I happen to be a part of. So I'm going to play the video that we put together to introduce to the world. And you won't be able to see the visuals, that's too bad. For those of you who are listening on the MP3, you might wanna to go to my page or one of my, on the platforms of TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and watch my reels and shorts where I have that video uh, listed so you can see the visuals uh, that go along with what you're missing here. So you'll hear the music and I'll read you what it says, but you won't see the visuals that go along with it that are just as powerful as the music and the words that you're seeing. So it won't do it justice, but those of you who are watching this, you'll get to see it. Um, many of you that are in the audience now, hi, Cassie, hi, uh, Denise, hi, uh, Pamela, that I see that are here, you guys have already seen it. So for you guys, it'll be a rerun. But for the rest of the world, I'm introducing it for the first time. So let me play that. Let me get back over here on the screen so I can play that for you. And we're going to play that. Like I said, I'll turn my microphone back on and I will be reading the words to you that you see on the screen. Okay. So when it first starts, the first thing you're going to see on the screen is the Orion Coalition of Light. And then we'll continue from there. We have walked among your people for generations. We came here to help guide those in need. We have been mostly hidden from the world until now. We are souls from many places and vibrations. We are here to serve all with one soul. We are here across many Many have come. 
start thinking in terms of creation. Your energy field is the same as everything in the universe. That is the video that we created to introduce ourselves officially to the to the now newly independent coalition on world officially to the world in association with the coalition of Venus, the Council of Venus, the whatever you have heard them called the Galactic Alliance, the Galactic Council. They are all the same under many different names that you've heard around the world in different fringe places and populations. So we're officially announcing that that coalition exists and has been here in support of the coalition of Earth that has now declared themselves free and no longer under the reign of that cabal, deep state, whatever you've heard them be called. Okay, so let's continue with the law of one. And we're going to start the session 16 this week. Share this out, share this out, like I said before. We're going to share, and we're going to start with session 16, which is very long. There's 60 some odd questions in that session. And for those of you who tuned in, why was he saying what I saw on the screen? I was reading that for the people who are listening around the world in the MP3 uh, podcast where they didn't see the visuals and also telling them they should go and watch that video uh, because it's actually very important and there's it, it comes across in every vibration on purpose uh, all of the nine major vibrations and for all the chakras to activate those so hopefully when you listen to it or when you watch it you do it does move you in some way you don't just watch it and go these guys are crazy I'm out Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, with the Law of One, uh, session 16, which is very long, like 60 questions, like I said. So we're not going to get through it all this week. Uh, you know, I have a hard time getting through 30 questions in one session, right? Because we're going to be talking about chakras and a lot of stuff, and, and we'll get into that as we go. Okay, so let me go ahead and, and uh, click over here and get this started. Make sure it's working here properly. So if you guys can hear it, let me know. If you can't hear it, this is too big here. Hold on, I got to fix that. If you can't hear it, let me know. I'll turn my sound up, but I believe it's hot loud enough to where you guys can hear it, okay? January 31st, 1981. 16.0 mm -hmm. Ra, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite Go creator. We communicate now. 16.1 questioner, as I ask question. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pause for a second and mute my microphone. My mother has wandered into the kitchen. 
and she's sitting in the kitchen right now. So I have to escort her back to the living room. So she'll sit down. Thank you, Penny, for telling me it sounds good. So there'll be dead air for a second while I convince my mother to please go into the other room and sit down because she's now handing me mail and trying to talk to me. So let me go and move my mother back into the other room. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll just let it play and I'll, I'll listen and I'll pick up if I need to. Okay. That way you guys have that, but you'll probably hear me talking to my mom in the meantime. There will un Actually, it'd be easier if I mute my microphone because then she won't be disturbed by that. So hold on. I will be back in just a moment. Anybody who tunes in and goes, what's going on? Why is it total silence? Let them know, guys, in the chat. It's because I'm taking I'm my mother's caregiver. She has Alzheimer's and I'm moving her back into the living room. I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. Well, it took me a second. Okay, I apologize for anybody who popped in and went, why is there dead air? <laughs> right? Okay, so um, that was the video. Um, Peter, welcome. I don't know if you were here. I played the uh, video. You should go back and watch that. Since you've seen the video. Uh, Brianna, welcome. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and continue. Now that I know uh, Penny told me you guys can hear, I'm going to go ahead with the RAW and get uh, the Law of One Session 16. Uh, starting. This was January 31st, 1981. So we're on question one, session 16, question one. Fortunately, being audible, I think the direction I wish to go investigating the law of one. However, I have ideas in mind of some questions inaudible. They may be stupid questions. I don't know, but inaudible. Inaudible trying to construct a complete, unbiased book about the law of one. One which. See, and it, when it says inaudible, this was, these are actual transcripts, guys. Uh, just so you know, this is the this is the book before it became the book. Okay. Um, this this is literally the book before the book. So this is this is the the transcript of the cassette tapes of the actual session raw before they edited things and printed it for the book. That's why it says inaudible here and here, inaudible there, and you'll hear that uh, periodically. And that's literally because this is literally the the cassette tapes from the recording of the session uh, put to a transcript before they made it a book. Okay. Itself takes into account the law of one. I hope that you inaudible ridiculous. I would like to ask, considering the free will distortion of the law of one, how can the guardians quarantine the earth? Is this quarantine within the free will distortion? Ra, I am Ra. The guardians guard the free will distortion of the mind slash body slash spirit complexes of third density on this planetary sphere. The events which require activation of quarantine were interfering with the free will distortion of mind slash body slash spirit complexes. 16.2 questioner, I may be wrong, but it seems to me that it would be the free will of, say the Orion group, to interfere. How is this balanced against the other concept you just gave? Ra, I am Ra. The balancing is from dimension to dimension. The attempts of the so-called crusaders to interfere with free will are acceptable upon the dimension of their understanding. However, the mind-slash-body-slash-spirit complexes of this dimension you call third form a dimension of free will which is not able to, shall we say, recognize in full, the distortions towards manipulation. 
Thus, in order to balance the dimensional variances in vibration, a quarantine was set up, this being a balancing situation whereby the free will of the Orion group is not stopped but given a challenge. Meanwhile, the third density group is not hindered from free choice. 16.3 questioner. See, now, if you're, if you're paying attention, one of the reasons why me playing that video in the beginning and talking about what's going on uh, it currently is that it, that explanation right there about that free will isn't infringed, but, but the parameters of what is considered free will changes um, by dimension or by um, solar system. Okay. So what we have set up here on earth in the, in the way what we believe in free will is literally the culmination of all of us souls that are on this planet currently good and bad coming to a 50 50 agreement about free will and how that works and what can and cannot be done and what is and is not allowed. That doesn't necessarily mean that that is, that that is uh, um, universal wide. Uh, all of the laws of physics, everything is, is uh, inherent uh, in some ways to the entire universe uh, by the vibrational patterns of the, of the nine major um, arcana, the, the nine major uh, vibrations, the nine major um, chakras. Uh, and depending and determining uh, the amount of chakras that you're aware of is directly related to the spirituality of the individual and the collective of every individual planet in third dimension. Okay. It, it, for instance, when they first, when um, um, Pythagoras first came up with the theorem, they, they had three, six, nine. In fact, originally they had three, six. And then they had three, six, nine, knowing that there was nine, but they didn't have them all identified. They only had six of the vibrations identified across the spectrum. And then three more vibrations were actually found within the middle portions of that, turning it into nine total, 12 total, actually. But if you look in time, in math, they knew three, six, and then they knew three, six, nine. So if you go back far enough, which we would be talking hundreds of thousands of years, they understood three and the power of three uh, and the triad and, uh, you know, Mother Maiden Crone, the triple horn of, of Odin, the triple um, uh, crescent moon of, of, of the, the mother. Um, these religions that are very old understood, understood uh, these equations slightly. And as we were further away from the light and less spiritual, even for those who were spiritual minded, then, um, then you know, the, the uh, people started to, to see more of this equation. And as a, a whole society, that was still a low number because, we, because the, our earth was way away from, if you go back 2000 years when the Christ was here or prior to that, when, uh, when Ra came uh, and talk to Akhenaten, um, you'll find that, um, or Al-Moon-Ra, right, Al-Moon-Ray, um, you'll find that uh, they didn't know all of the information because of their spirituality at the time. So if you look back now, just now, in our history that you can remember if you're old enough, uh, but you can read the history and kind of look backwards. If you look backwards in time to the 30s, 1930s, 1940s, so almost 100 years ago now, um, people did not know uh, how many chakras we had, and they thought we had seven. 
and uh, then they come forward in time and they, and they still claim the seven, but they, but now they're starting to see two more above the body and, and they're not really mostly officially not realizing that if there's two more above the body, there has to be two more below the body as well, because as within, so without. And all of that has been corrupted. And that's why I rightly said it as within, so without, as below, so above, uh, because that's the, the actual way that it was said. And if you look at the, even the Christian Bible in Matthew uh, that was written um, almost 2000 years ago, 9,900 years ago, it was written. Uh, even in that, they had said uh, as below, so above, as within, so without. And uh, they knew it then, but it's been corrupted since then. So um, our understanding, our understanding is growing. Uh, our knowledge of the universe is growing as we are, are writing ourselves and getting closer to the light. We're now starting to realize first we thought we were only 2000 years old, the, the whole human race. Uh, but when I was born in the 60s, they thought maybe three, three and a half thousand years ago was the oldest when the human race was created. And then they went to 10,000 and 12,000 years ago, officially right now, they won't really acknowledge, even though they found uh, bodies and mummies that they have dated to 50 and 100,000 years ago, they still won't acknowledge openly that the human race has been on the planet as long as they found a human. Right. They're still clinging to the 12,000 year thing. Uh, and uh, because what they're doing is they're basing it on the deluge uh, and they don't really know what happened before that. But they actually do. Those people, the powers that should not be, actually do know it. But they don't want anybody to know about it. I was just talking to Cassie uh, before going live about that uh, very thing. So. So that as your spiritual mindset uh, starts arising, you're going to unlock these other chakras and the knowledge that they're already there. The rainbow that we see in the 3D is uh, nine uh, units and uh, all of the entire universe is based on those basic nine. And this is what Ross is going to be talking about right here about uh, the that. But it is expanded out from that. But in this 3D uh, the ones that you really need to know about are the colors in the rainbow. Those are also vibrations. Those are sound. Those are gases. Those are uh, everything in the spectrum. Two, a year ago or two years ago now, it was either a year ago on Earth Day or two years ago on Earth Day, depending on what reality you're in. I did an entire uh, hour where I literally was showing you visuals and how all the vibrations of everything, gases, light waves, sound waves, um, uh, you know, everything that you can imagine, how they're just actually stacked on top of one another and that they're so close to one another that people don't realize that the, they, because they think of spectrum, they think liquid and gas are so different. They think that uh, sound is completely different than a liquid or than a, than a gas, that they are nowhere near each other. And the truth is they are our partners in a grand scheme and their vibration is just uh, slightly off. It's like, you know, the molecules of water being H2O, that's hydrogen and two oxygen. And if you remove one oxygen, it changes that into a completely different um, uh, 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 product, right? Uh, or if you take the hydrogen out of it, it, it becomes oxygen, O2. Do you see? So one molecule changes air to water. One molecule. That's it. When you attach one molecule to air, it becomes water. Well, the same thing happens with gas and the same thing happens with sound. But most people aren't ready to jump, make that leap yet.
uh, because that leads to what is gravity. Uh, and um, the air that we breathe is literally one molecule off from water. So, you know, we, it, the, the birds that fly through the air move through the air the exact way that fish move through water. Okay. The exact way. But in your mind's eye of reality, you look at things and say, that's di completely different, but it's not, not for the, not for the people in the water swimming and not for the, the people in the air swimming. It's the same thing. Okay. So, uh, but it's, but it is slightly different, right? It's a different density. So, so the reason I say that is that in, within this density, third dimension, there are several densities within this dimension and you have to wrap your brain around the idea that, that water, you know, or the four things, earth, fire, air, and water are in fact um, more brothers and cousins than you would think. They are literally just a, a few molecules off of each other. Uh, and that's how that's what it's very important to know. Okay. So let's continue with raw. Could these windows that occur, let the Orion group come. But now he's talking um, militarily again and politically in the 3D. Um, uh, his obsession with that, uh, Dawn's obsession with that uh, at some points shows where his spiritual mindset was. He's still trying to prove UFOs in the old style of doing things, uh, which is okay that we'll get into that too, right? Let's continue. Through once in a while, does this have anything to do with this free will distortion? Ra, I am Ra. This is correct. 16.4 questioner, could you tell me how that works? Ra, I am Ra. The closest analogy would be a random number generator within certain limits. 16.5 question. What he's referring to here is that quarantine that has been set up. Okay. The quarantine that has been set up um, is not completely infallible. Okay. So there is a possibility for people to get through uh, to literally get boots on the ground, even though there is a quarantine because of free will, there has to be a, a, a chance. So, it, it's probably about, I, I don't know if he explains the percentage, but it's probably a 98% chance uh, against anybody uh, just penetrating and coming to earth. But there's a 2% chance uh, in that if he's explaining that if you have a random, if you can create an algorithm, right? But back then he wouldn't know what an algorithm is because they weren't created yet in 1981. We didn't even have uh, uh, personal computers until 1993. Uh, actually, before that, in, in the 80s, I had one. Uh, before that, because my uh, best friend's uh, father worked at AT&T. So when the Commodore 64 came out to the world, that was in 1990-something, one or two. He had it in 1986 or 85, <laughs> right? So, th so the companies uh, around the world and the governments around the world had computers, um, uh, you know, like we know them today, only it was DOS. And I learned on DOS how to write code, Uh and then morphed from there into this everything's plug and play apps now that are, it makes everything so easy that that a monkey could make a computer program now before you had to write it out and code. And I learned how to do that working with DOS before Windows because Windows was 94 uh, or Windows was yeah 94. And then 97 was the upgrade, Windows 97. And then you went from that. And then they just started calling it Windows, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And now we have 10, 11 and I think they're up to 12 almost. Right. So let's continue. So he's talking in, in the sense of uh, being able to break through into the earth through the, you know, if you have a random code generator, you might be able to uh, uh, determine when you could have a window. 
what is the source of this random number generator? Is it created by the guardians to balance their guarding? Or is it a source other than the guardians? Ra, I am Ra. All sources are one. However, we understand your query. The window phenomenon. Yeah, Peter, uh, I'm going to put that up on the screen so you guys can see what Peter's talking about here, and I'll read it to you. Peter said the Gibbs factor is the fastest car on the planet and on Earth, and it's run by water, but they won't release it to the public. The guy who invented it uh, mysteriously died. Uh, he was found in, uh, in, uh, in the Thames River. Uh, with, uh, with, you know, which, uh, you, you know, stone shoes. So they, they literally gave him, you know, uh, wrapped, you know, saw, concreted his feet and tossed him in the water, right? So that's the truth and that, uh, that there's engines out there. And I know another guy who created one that's a perpetual engine that once you start it, it's free and it just keeps running forever. And he won't start it because the, the powers that should not be actually um, are scanning the world for that signature because it has a, a distinct signature. And if they find it, they go and take it from the person who created it and um, whack the guy who created it. Not a joke. Not a joke at all. This has been going on for a long time. Let's continue here. Is another self phenomenon from the Guardians. It operates from the dimensions beyond space slash time in what you may call the area of intelligent energy. Like your cycles, such balancing, such rhythms are as a clock striking. In the case of the windows, no entities have the clock. Therefore, it seems random. It is not random in the dimension which produces this balance. That is why we stated the analogy was within certain limits. 16.6 questioner, then this window balancing prevents the guardians from reducing their positive polarization by totally eliminating the Orion contact through shielding. Is this correct? Ra, I am Ra. This is partially correct. In effect, the balancing allows an equal amount of positive and negative influx, this balanced by the mind-slash-body-slash-spirit distortions of the social complex. Thus in your particular planetary sphere, less negative, as you would call it, information or stimulus is necessary than positive due to the somewhat negative orientation of your social complex distortion. 16.7 Questioner, in this way, total free will is balanced so that the individual may have an equal opportunity to choose service to others or service to self. Is this correct? Ra, I am Ra. This is correct. 16.8 Questioner, this is a profound revelation, I believe, in the law of free will. Thank you. This is a minor question further to make an example of this principle, but if the Confederation landed on Earth, they would be taken as gods, breaking the law of free will and thus reducing their polarization towards service to all. I assume that the same thing would happen if the Orion group landed. How would this affect their polarization towards service to self if they were able to land and became known as gods? Ra, I am Ra. In the event of mass landing of the Orion group, the effect of polarization would be strongly towards an increase in the service to self, precisely the opposite of the former opportunity which you mentioned. 16.9 Questioner. See, so that's actually important to know. The governmental system of this planet would have you believe that aliens could invade at any moment of our planet. And they've been preaching that for generations in every way possible. They also, I know this to be an actual fact, they also have a false flag narrative set up that a last resort uh, to take control of the planet, they are going, they have a mock fake alien invasion set up and the reason for that is to say, oh, no, big bad aliens are here. 
but and then they're going to roll out that they're in charge. You see, they're going to start then tell you all of what they have going on, uh, all of the technology that is real that they didn't tell anybody about. And they're going to say, it's a good thing we have these secret spaceships and abilities able to defend ourselves against these alien invaders. And the truth is the alien invaders are drones, robots, and people in costumes or actual aliens, uh, greys and draconians who actually live in this planet. Okay. And because that's how they can already be here because they already are. Uh, and they have the right to be here because they were already here. You know, the draconians were here before humans were. Okay. They considered us a pest. We lived on the, on the surface and they lived inside the planet and they didn't like us. Uh, and they just, you know, used us to, some of them ate us for food. So they would hunt us for a while to keep our population down and eat us just like they would any other animal. But I know some of you might think I'm crazy right now and not want to elicit any more of what I'm saying, but I'm telling you the true history of what really is going on in the world. So there, then they would uh, show them, oh, look on TV. Look, they're not just drones. There's people in them and they're aliens. I've already been told by the um, one of the Galactic Alliances, the Secret Space Program, the SSP, that they're planning to roll out the the uh, what we call the Nordics, the tall, thin, blonde-haired, blue-eyed alien race, which primarily, uh, the question was asked to say Corey Good for one um, about them rolling out uh, information. Now they're starting to allow information out to the public about UFOs, about aliens, and and he said what I've been saying and that all of us are are saying from the beginning, that all of that is controlled narrative and that they're only going to release what they want because anybody, who, the only people who can come here in 3D are the people that are already here. And the only ones who will come here in 3D to in, try and in, affect us in any way are going to be nefarious alien uh, uh, beings or military or, or systems that are here as, an, as invaders of some sort and they're the only ones that will come here because everyone else who is in service to others has a, a prime directive of non-interference of free will. Okay, so the only people who uh, who usurp that free will and try to do anything other than uh, than allowing free will are the people who are trying to be in control. And this is what Raw is warning about: that they have usurped the control of the Matrix by getting you. To not to give up your uh, free will without knowing that you're doing it by gaslighting you. They've been doing it for generations. They control the narrative. They control history. They control physics. They control your math. If you've watched the the uh, the documentary Above Majestic, whether you think I'm crazy or not, right? You can think I'm crazy uh, and think that I'm I'm uh, just a you know a Kool Aid drinker on on that one side. If you if that's what you feel that you need to do, do that. Uh, change the channel, go somewhere else that you have somebody telling you something that makes you feel good and you won't have to be uh, afraid. That's mostly why someone would think I'm crazy is out of fear of what I'm saying could be true. Okay. And then they run away. Their ego says, don't believe them. Right. So, so the, the only people that are going to come here are going to be people that want something from the human race. Not uh, I come here to help you to, to do things because if they did, they would have to come through or they would come through the way that wanderers come through. They would come here uh, literally uh, giving up their own life where they were and the possibility 
of being stuck with everybody else and then not having any power, not having any control, not having any energy and just being one of the people and then waking up to that knowledge and then having to live in this third dimensional world. Nobody that is in service to self wants to do that. It is very, very rare that you see that happen. So the people that are on this earth that are in fact evil, they are literally just people that are that are in this predicament like everyone else who have chosen to be evil. The boots on the ground that everybody keeps trying to tell you happened. This is why I'm, I'm telling you this, because you hear people saying that, you know, we, we lost the first temporal war. Well, we kind of did, and I'm not going to get into the temporal war uh, thing, uh, but that was done by trickery. And in in exactly what they did was they said, oh, big bad aliens are coming to get you and we can we can help you. Just let us in. Uh, and you have to welcome the vampire in because of free will. And they opened the door and let the vampire come in. And when they got here, then they, it was too late. They had to control of the planet. Okay. And even the people that were here on the planet didn't want them to be in control because that meant now we're now we don't own the planet because now they're claiming they do. So they wanted them to leave as well, but they still want to keep control. So they, they, they have had a dilemma at the time. How do we get rid of these people and keep control at the same time? So that had to happen. So they had to, to work together to make that happen, but they wanted it to look like it didn't happen. So I know all of this sounds crazy to some of you out there, okay? Uh, and the reason this is what Raw is talking about right here is that free will and the coalitions that are here that are not trying to interfere. Some of us came down here to help, and in some, of, some of them will call it interference, well, it, they, they're just jealous because we gave up our lives and the possibility that we would get stuck here forever and never remember who we were, sacrificing everything that we are to come here. Every wanderer who has done that has done that at the, at the onset, knowing full well, when I go down to this earth, I may never wake up and I may be stuck there for generations, recycling over and over. And even if I do wake up, I may be murdered and killed so that I can't give any information to the people and help them. So knowing that we came here for the long term, this is the, the Druidic ideology, but it's not just that. All, most of the religions have that ideology of, you know, killing someone with a thousand slashes or, uh, you know, long term nudging something off course to, to fix it. And what we've done is just exactly that. We've helped the people here right the ship, right? And, uh, and try, start moving everybody back towards the light because it was done in the opposite to move everybody away from the light for generations, many generations. And, uh, and because of free will, we've come here and just educated, and that's what we're doing now. We're announcing it a little bit more where this is not something that has happened to the masses very often on this planet because of where they were at the time. They would immediately assume we're gods, so we couldn't do that. That's why we didn't. And that's why only now are those of us who are aware of who we are uh, starting to announce who we are to the world. And you're hearing that, I'm sure, not just on this channel, but you're hearing it in many places. And we take a lot of flack because we become targets. Uh, Cassie and I were just talking about that. The moment you say, I'm high, I'm here to help, and I've come from somewhere else, then all of a sudden everybody attacks you and uh, tries to, uh, to make everybody believe that you're secretly trying to take over the world. Because that's what they're doing, the secret they're trying to take over the world. Okay. So they'll never hear me in any way try to try to bark orders or give you any information or tell you something that is not uh, in accordance with your free will. And in fact, I always encourage everybody not to believe a word I say. And I say this on my show all the time 
don't believe a word I've said. Go and look it all up for yourself and make up your own mind. And if you think that I'm crazy, stop listening to me. And if you think that I'm not crazy, continue listening to me. But it's completely up to you to do. If I wanted to get popular, I wouldn't be talking about this product. I wouldn't be talking about spirituality and I wouldn't be talking about the law of one. I wouldn't be talking about everything that's going on on this planet. I would be talking about TNA. I'd be, uh, uh, you know, talking about cars or sports or a buddy of mine, Dino, he does. Uh, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I love him to death and I love what he's doing. He used to talk about aliens and now he does a show. He literally was on uh, live last night. I don't know how often he's on, but he's on a lot and he's on, he'll be on right now, either right now or at five o'clock he'll be on. And uh, he literally plays old radio shows that were literally on the radio and he plays them on air on a podcast and talks to the crowd and everybody in the crowd talks about what's going on. Um, and acts like they're in the show. It's almost like a Rocky Horror Picture show combined with an old radio show instead of the visuals that you saw if you ever went to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because you see it on TV, you just see them acting it out. But if you go to, to a movie theater and watch it, uh, it's actors on stage acting out what you're seeing on the big screen. And, uh, and now they're doing that with the podcast where everybody in the crowd is, is saying lines and, and answering and saying things and talking like the like the characters in the in the episode and making comments about what they said to one another. It's it's pretty, oh my God, I was amazed. I had such a blast last night just being there because they all sound like Bugs Bunny, you know? Oh, brother, there goes me bread and butter, you know? Hey, Doc, listen, you're doing it all wrong, Doc. And that's how they talked back then, right? Even in the movies and on the radio shows. So it's a fun, fun, fun. Uh, if you've ever seen an old, old, old movie in black and white or heard one of those old radio shows like people know Orson Welles's uh, invasion, you know, from uh, Mars that they played in 1938. It's still legendary. Uh, it's fun. Uh, and, and now we're doing it with podcasts and it's fun. So I'm not going to say it's not. I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with it. It's fun. And he'll be on uh, right now. He was on last night. I think it was last night or the night before I was on with him going, oh, my God, Dino, I love you, bro. This is so much fun. He was like, Leo, what's up, dude? And he's the one that got me into broadcasting. Um, almost 10 years ago now, he interviewed me for my book, Orion Rising, or I think it was before that when I, I did uh, my um, um, prepping book. It was one of those two uh, of the three books that I already have out. And uh, he got me talking there and then off camera said, you are a great speaker. Why don't you do this? And I'm like, you know, I'm think, kind of thinking about it. And then he's the one that got me doing it. And here I am. And he taught me everything that I know and uh, and and then some. Uh, to be able to broadcast. And I, at, at one point, we had 1,500 people uh, live every second on my shows. And then I started doing spirituality. And of course, it drops down to five or six or three or four. Uh, only people who are interested, the people that are awake enough are actually stay. Other people come and go. And that's okay. I'm all right with that. Because literally, you have to have it in your mindset. If I make a, a difference to one person, then I've done my job. And that's literally what Raw said. If one person is affected by this, then we've done our job. And uh, because that one person will then uh, spread that to other people. Uh, and so if I have two, three, four, five people, I'm doing my job. And if you return more than once, I'm, I'm doing my job. And if, and if you don't, but you're still affected. If you last more than five minutes listening to me, you're affected by my words. 
and that's going to change your life forever. That's what happens to all of us. We all affect each other. I'm a drop in your pond and you're a drop in my pond. We will infect each other with our knowledge, which will change the way we actually perceive reality for the rest of our lives. So if you, if you tune in for more than three minutes, uh, I thank you for that. If you don't, uh, you know, when you leave in 30 seconds, you still, it's still 30 seconds. That's why on apps, they give you 15 second, five second uh, commercials now because they realize they can still get to you uh, in your head in five seconds. So, uh, and, and of course, because of the short attention span, people don't like to stay for any length of time anywhere because TikTok and all the other places are conditioning you to not. Because when you stay longer than 15 seconds or 30 seconds, you actually start thinking about what the people are talking about, and they don't want you to do that. They want you to, to be gone and off to another uh, video, and they want it to be 15 seconds, maybe 30 seconds long, and they want you gone off to another video, shopping around so they can control the algorithm. And, and this is what's going on in the, in the courts of the United States right now, and some countries have already banned uh, TikTok. But you don't know that. If you're here in the United States, you think TikTok's worldwide. It is not. It is already banned by uh, almost eight countries on the planet, and they're not small countries. And all of the European countries are discussing it, just like the American government is, of banning it because they understand what's what it's for and what they're doing with it, right? So let's continue, right? Yeah, old radio shows. I love that. Denise said old radio shows, right? Old radio show, the show, who knows uh, what evil lurks in the hearts of men, laugh out loud. My grandparents listened to this. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's continue here. If the Orion group was able to land, would this increase their polarization? What I am trying to get at is, is it better for them to work behind the scenes and get recruits, shall we say, from our planet, the person on our planet going towards service to self strictly on his own using his free will, or is it just as good for the Orion group to land upon our planet and demonstrate remarkable powers and get people like that? Ra. I am raw. The first instance is, in the long run, shall we put it, more salubrious for the Orion group in that it does not infringe upon the law of one by landing and, thus, does its work through those of this planet. In the second circumstance, a mass landing would create a loss of polarization due to the infringement upon the free will of the planet. However, it would be a gamble. If the planet then were conquered and became part of the Empire, the free will would then be re-established. This is restrained in action due to the desire of the Orion group to progress towards the one creator. This desire to progress inhibits the group from breaking the law of confusion. 16 point. So, so you see, no matter what they do, this is why this is important. Everything that I just said about this false flag narrative can't happen. Okay. If in, in fact, this is what they've tried to do with, uh, with, you know, COVID and uh, other things, what they're trying to do now with uh, this, you know, supposedly there's a fungus among us uh, and uh, they're, they're trying to scare you that way. And then of course, with this banking system thing, what they're trying to do is utilize these things to create mass fear so they can take control of the population. But the, the problem that evil people have is they don't want to acknowledge the laws that govern because they don't, because they defy some sort of God that is a, a Holy Spirit. So because of that, they can't say they can't say it doesn't exist, but they have to say it doesn't exist, even though they know. Because I've always asked this question to people my entire life, and I have yet to have anybody in 3D actually explain it to me. I'll explain it to you after I ask you the question. Why is it that government officials just don't 
like burn and shred all the documents and get rid of all the information, even though people say, oh, they must have shredded all those documents. And then all of a sudden these documents pop up and they're still there. Why is it that those documents are still there? Why is it that I can think of we need to destroy all of those freaking documents? Every movie on television convinces you don't even look for the documents because evil people, the first thing they do is destroy the documents. But then when there's an investigation, the documents are still actually there for people to see. Why is that? Look at the January 6th commission. They claimed that the entire thing was just a riot and an insurrection and people were killing. And now the president of the United States the other day said six police officers were murdered during that uh, insurrection. Six police officers did not, in fact, die at all during that uh, time period. No, The only person who died during the insurrection was the woman, the ex-military personnel, who was shot in the throat. And even that uh, is suspect. I've watched the video many times. And I used to proof videos for a living. Okay, And the video is not compelling enough to say, I believe this woman is deceased especially since she disappeared, no ambulance went to the grounds, no ambulance left the grounds, and they, and they told everybody, leave the family alone. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. They don't want to talk to anybody because of the loss. Yet, there was never seen on all the thousands of cameras and cell phones uh, from that day any ambulance taking a dead body out of that place. Just saying. So, uh, But if you guys can find film footage of it, please let me know, and I'll put it on the air because I'm still – wondering what happened to her. So the people who did die, died of a result of other things that happened to them afterwards. Some committed suicide. And why would they do that? Why would they be so you need to ask yourself these questions? Why is it that some of the police officers who were involved in that day, then were so distraught after that? uh, Now, it it was the most horrifying thing. Uh, And I have to kill myself. And now, because of change of hands of, of who's in charge, you're starting to see other film footage that's boring. And it's just people milling about looking like tourists. In fact, if you weren't told this is January 6th uh, that you're seeing, you would think it could be any other day because they are just walking around taking pictures of themselves and everything and, and literally walking around as if they were tourists. Okay. Nobody was raiding the place. Nobody was breaking things. Nobody was burning things. Nobody was knocking things over. That didn't happen. People were running into the offices and taking selfies. Look, I'm in so-and-so's uh, office. Ha ha ha. Look, they have papers here and stuff. Ha ha. All felonies. So, so those guys unfortunately went to jail, but but, so I'm not trying to say that what happened was right because it wasn't. Let's be serious. That was just horrifying to watch. Uh, but why is it that none of the people that have been arrested are any of the people who actually were on camera destroying things, fighting with police, breaking windows, knocking over barricades, attacking the police department? Why are none of those people paraded in front of everybody with the cameras saying, look, here he is hitting a policeman with a with a hockey stick. Here he is pepper spraying a policeman here this this is the guy that was breaking the window those are not the people that got arrested why is that get asked that question okay uh and then the videos that are coming out are showing you um not only you know that everybody's saying well they're not showing you the bad part well the bad part was already shown by the commission in their 400 episode uh um um uh, television uh movie that was created by a television producer uh that they showed you everything they could find that was bad. So why would the people now want to show you the same stuff again? You can see that already. Okay. So they're showing you the stuff that wasn't played. 
Not all of it, because there's thousands of hours, none of which has any uh, any police officer being killed, any police officer being bloodied and knocked unconscious, and every single room other than bathrooms have cameras in them in the Capitol building, every hallway, everywhere. So if it happened, why didn't they in uh, in the during the commission on the hundred episodes that were on television? Why didn't they show those to people? Oh no, those were we didn't show them because it's part of an ongoing investigation and it's too horrifying to see. But they're trying to convince you that eight or six six is what they're up to now that six police officers died that day. But there's no evidence of that. There's no there's no hospital records. There's no ambulance records. There's no police records of calls of people are dying and it's gotten out of control and they're killing people now. None of that. None of that is anywhere except for in their mouths, right? So, so that in and of itself, this is my point of all of that, that in and of itself has done nothing to change what you think if you're in that religion or and consider yourself with a D or an R after your name or, or whether you're a progressive with a P after your name or a conservative with a C after your name. It hasn't changed one iota. Why is that? Okay. All of that, some of you I probably lost because I was talking politics because you didn't understand what where I was going with that because here I am talking what you call politics, which I call a religion. And what many people, even in politics, are starting to call a religion. That information is starting to get out to the world where people are starting to refer to business, politics, that practice of the caste system in everything is actually a religion because it is okay so why is that not changed anyone iota when they go to and, and they interview people and ask them who would you vote for in the next election it's still the exact same uh, dynamic this is what raw is referring to here when dawn was saying if they get boots on the ground would people think that they were gods and submit to them and raw's telling you no they can't because of the law of free will if they literally show up and invade, what that will do is change the dynamic because they're here as an invasion against free will in the third dimension, knowing that they're here as an invading army that is interfering with a free and sovereign world in this galaxy. It will change the dynamic and some of the people who are, in fact, in service to others currently will flip sides. And that, you see, is actually what is starting to happen with TikTok and with uh, the teachers unions. As they've continued to push back for control over children, you see mama bears around the country who consider themselves progressives, liberals and Democrats all of a sudden saying, are you fucking crazy? No. And what's happening is the balance has shifted from this because it used to be far right. Okay. When the, when the Bushes were in charge, it was far to the right. When Reagan was in charge, it was far to the right because they were really far right leaning uh, presidents, the two Bushes and Reagan. And then when Clinton was here, it was more towards the center. He was just a little bit left of center. And then Barack Obama was a little further left from center, but they were still very close to center. Even Barack Obama right now, Barack Obama's politics, according to the Democratic Party, has him as a, as a Republican now, as a conservative. That's how far left they went. <clears throat> Literally, Barack Obama 
came into office right now and won the presidency, they would hate him because he is that he's not far enough to the left. He's considered right. That's how far they've gone. So as they keep doubling and tripling and quadrupling down to this far left agenda, what's happening is the people, because the majority of the world is in the center, it doesn't matter what people call themselves, Republican, Democrat, whatever you have in your country, the majority, 89% of the population resides in the center, slightly to the left or slightly to the right, but in the center, okay? That is where the population uh, resides. And when they pull one way or the other, when everybody was Republican and they pulled everybody to the right, a lot of those uh, people were pulled to the right. And you had these, what are now ultra liberals who were pulling on people, trying to get people back to the left. Well, once they got momentum, it's like a tug of war. Once they got momentum, they kept running as far left as they could go. And that's what's happened is the pendulum has swung from that, that conservative far right side to the, to the progressive far left side. And now it's starting to swing back because they went so far that they're now starting to sound crazy with some of the things that they're saying. They're actually starting to sound crazy. And they're acting like that all over the world in the things that they're saying and doing. And people are looking at them and going, my God, they're actually insane. Because what's happening is that's the polarization that would happen. And that's why I'm giving you this example. If the invading army showed up, it would be the exact same as the lockdowns in COVID and them trying to take control and justify being in control of the world. And when that happens, immediately you see people running back the other way away from them as fast as they can to balance things out because there is a natural balance that some of us know about. That's the yin and the yang. That's what that means. That's the feng shui, fang shui. It's what that means, okay? We know this, and it's the laws that govern here. So we know that the pendulum will swing, and it goes back and forth and back and forth, and the the parties flip. What the Republicans stand for today is what the Democratic Party in America stood for in the 60s and and vice versa. And then if you go back further, what the, you know, you you see it flop again, okay? Uh, All the way back to uh, the uh, look at the Republicans uh, when when, uh, Lincoln was the president, they were abolitionists and trying to get abolish slavery. Now you have the very people who were fighting for slavery trying to tell you that that the people who want slavery are the ones who freed slaves, but they don't want you to know the history that they were the ones, in fact, that were the ones that kept wanted to fight for slavery. They don't want you knowing that. They were the party of slavery. You can look that up in history. I'm not making it up. So things flip flop and change. Okay, so uh, things flip flop and change, and the and what drives that is free will, and is the balance of free will. When you have people that are that are trying to gain control one way, the population eventually goes the opposite direction, and then if they're trying to gain control in the other way, it'll also do that. So those of us who are in service to the all, we are aware of that, and and we count on that. So sometimes people will look at me and say, why aren't you doing anything about somebody who's blatantly trying to control other people? Because everyone has to learn. So if I tell them they're not going to believe me, it's like now some of you, what I'm saying now, you're not going to believe me. And you're going to go, he's full of crap. And I'm okay with that because you have free will to do that. And I encourage that. But the way the laws work, and this is what Raw's analogy is, if they literally got boots on the ground and said, we're an invading army, and even if, and why I'm saying this is if the uh, world, uh, uh, you know, world governments, the cabal, whatever you want to call it, deep state, whatever you call it, wherever you are in your country, 
around the world, if they in fact unleashed onto the world a uh, a mock alien invasion, they would have to quickly squell it. Because what would happen is the people of Earth would polarize against the invaders. So they have to quickly go, quick look, invaders, oh wait, we'll save you. They would have to do that. That's called the Hegelian dialectic. They would literally have to give you the cause that would scare you, scare you. But before you start rationally thinking again and moving away from total control, they have to take total control of you. Okay. And even when they do that, people will revolt. They know that in the beginning, this is a dynamic, okay, that, that after the Hegelian dialectic, uh, that there's a dynamic that probably somewhere around 60% of the population will kowtow at all times. They'll just put up with it. And then the other population uh, of that, you know, say 40% that doesn't, of that 40%, not very many will speak up. Okay. The actual amount of people that will actually do something when someone invades is 10%. 10% of the population will actually do something. To what extent gets lower and lower and lower down to, to between 3 and 5% will actually form a resistance. So they need to find that that 10% and especially the 3 to 5% before they do it and arrest you. And that's the only way they can take control. But what happens is as soon as that happens, this is what Raw is explaining to the dynamic. Say right now the governmental system decides I'm one of those people and most of you in the crowd are those people. And they round us up and put us in prison because we're gone off the grid. What will happen is the other people will take our place. They've learned this from attacking the Taliban and these other terrorist organizations. Okay, why do I bring that up? Why am I going down all of this road? Because those of us who were setting up these coalitions on this planet who started out in secret service to other governmental systems and working with these people behind the scenes are also perfectly aware of that. If you look back in time, you see these people like uh, the Temple Knights when uh, on Friday the 13th, October, Friday the 13th in the year 1207, when uh, the, the Pope uh, and, and the King of France decided to uh, that the Templar Knights were far too strong, had far too much money, far too much land, far too much military, and that they both owed them uh, a fortunes apiece, uh, they decided to, in fact, arrest them all and take their, their uh, everything from them. A small group of people, about 5%, and the Grand Master was one of them, sacrificed themselves to occupy everyone that was the, that was trying to take control while everybody else escaped, which they already had planned, and disappeared onto the planet to never be seen again. The military disappeared. All of their uh, uh, soldiers disappeared. All of their wealth disappeared. All of their ships, their horses, their weapons, everything, their armor, all of it disappeared. The entire organization disappeared off the face of the earth. And they had about 180 men that they had at their disposal that they arrested. And then they tortured them and did everything they could do to get information from them. And none of them cracked. None of them gave the information. And guess what happened? Those people got away and then they formed 18 other countries that are currently still around to this day. And the monetary system that you currently use worldwide, the banking system, the savings, your credit cards, all of that was invented by the Temple Knights. Okay. So they, in fact, 
were not able to, even though they had this master plan to attack them all at once at 7 a.m. Zulu time. And then it changed the, the, to change the course of history, and it did, but they went underground and they didn't get them. It changed the dynamic. The same thing happened with the frequencies on this planet. In the 1930s, the Rockefellers uh, paid money to, to do an investigation. And in that investigation, they realized that if they changed the broadcasting frequency to a certain frequency, I put these videos up in the class chat and, uh, and one other chat uh, the returning to the old ways for people to watch these videos yesterday on purpose because I knew that Raw was going to be talking about this right here. And, uh, and I wanted that, a little bit of homework for people to see. So they realized that if everybody tuned to a certain frequency, that that frequency would actually keep people in a lower vibration. And they tune all instruments to this day into that frequency and all of the radio, all of the frequencies on television, all, all the broadcasting frequencies are on that frequency. And um, uh, Leonard Horowitz talked about that in the video that I posted, that, uh, that those of you who are listening to a radio while you're driving, not a, not a satellite radio, because that's just wherever you are, it's, it's, you get the signal. Uh, but an actual radio where you're tuned into a tower uh, and you're listening to the radio frequency, as you get further away from the tower, it starts to get staticky and it starts to bother you. The static starts bothering you. And you'll either change the station and try and tune in another station. But but you, if you really, really like the song, you'll continue listening to it with the static. And eventually, that static drives you mad, drives you crazy. And you get angry. And you turn off the radio or you turn the channel and you're because you're angry because of the static. You tell yourself it's because of the static. And, and I can't hear the song, but the truth is it is because of the static and the sound that you're now hearing, which is masked behind the song when you can hear the song clear. Okay. So the song, it, this is this is when they, they've also discovered that if you take the vibrations of two different vibrations and you know that the, the channel is one channel and one and is another channel, a different frequency, and you play one in one ear and one in the other ear, uh, or, or do at the same time, it creates a third tone that blends the two of those together and, and creates a new tone. And, um, and why am I telling you this? Because I did it to you in that video that, that I played for you at the beginning, and they do this to you all the time. So the frequency that they have taken and hit you with they call the devil's frequency. And if you hear it for an extended period of time, it'll make you sick. You'll throw up. You'll get a migraine. Uh, you might even get diarrhea. Not a joke. Okay. Uh, that's the actual truth. They know about this. They knew about it in 1938. So they broadcast uh, on that frequency, but they don't combine it to make you sick because you'll change the channel. But what they do is they give you something like a music on, on a radio that makes you feel good. And then they give you this one that makes you feel bad. You listen to the song and it kind of augments it. And what it does is you don't realize that it's lowering your vibration and pulling you away from uh, ascension. Okay. Because you're too busy dancing to the tune and liking the song. And once everything went digital and went to television and went to computers, they also had to do the same thing because now it's no longer on the airwaves. So they, they have it there too. Okay. So when you're watching videos on TikTok and you're watching everything, it's being played in the background whether you know it or not. And, and that's part of the algorithm that they use. And the, the, the thing that makes you feel good that you go and watch the comedy, the whatever it is, the people crashing and hurting themselves or jokes or funny things or cats and dogs makes you feel good. But what you don't realize is happening is that the tone that is in the background is actually uh, lowering your vibration. 
but you don't know that. But you you get hooked on uh, on the other on the other feel good part, right? And this is that was what they were trying to show you with the Chronicles of Riddick, where they were indoctrinating people to their uh, religion through pain, and they would hang them up and have these probes stabbing them in the neck on both sides of their neck. And, uh, and then they had probes on your mind. They, they didn't show you in the movie, but you could see the, the diodes there. But in, if you read the book, then you, you actually understood what was happening. And they, they were giving you pleasure with pain to associate the pleasure and the pain together as one thing, showing that some pain is worth it because you're gaining pleasure. They do that in the way they're teaching you so that they lower your vibration. And in doing so, they're building you up at the same time and telling you that it's okay, making you feel good about it. And that's what they've done. And this is, and and the reason they do that is right. Yeah, she's Cassie says, no wonder I don't watch TikTok or, or television. Uh, and people who stay away from those platforms and they don't watch television at all, and then all of a sudden they they feel better about themselves. This is why we tell you go out into nature and uh, be out there in the world and and be involved in nature because the natural, the Schumann resonance, the harmonic resonance of the planet itself and nature itself is actually uh, something that reaffirms calmness in the, in the human psyche and the human uh, soul. Okay. Uh, that's why that's the, the charm of making. We talked about that uh, uh, just uh, was that yesterday, last night, I, I was talking about that with Pamela and Cassie. Why? Because I knew I was going to be talking about it today. And I said that you guys tune in tomorrow. I'm going to be talking about this tomorrow. Why? Because, uh, because Raw is going to be talking about this. So Raw is explaining how uh, the natural balance finds itself, finds its equilibrium no matter what is done because it is laws that cannot be usurped whether they want to do it or not. So in the very beginning, it's going to look like that if there is an invasion, it's going to look horrifying. And then as the invasion uh, sets in and people, the reality of it sets in, then people are going to rise up against the invaders. And you're going to have people that didn't work together before that hated each other that are going to come together. Their plan is to scare everybody, Hegelian dialectic, you can look that up, scare everybody and then give them the solution uh, of one world government before anyone notices and then have control and then arrest all the people that might stand up and fight back as quickly as they can. It's always short-lived because even if they do that in every country that has done that, has taken control of their population, eventually they've been overthrown by their population anyways. Every time, 100% of every single time on, the, in the, on this planet in history. It's another reason why they don't want you to know history because they don't want you to know, be aware of that. Okay, And this is what Ra's referring to here. So when I tell people, don't worry about it, it's going to be okay. Some people go, no, it's not. The world's going to hell in a handbasket and we're all going to die. And And I'm like, no, 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 actually we're not. It just seems like that right now. And it's not going to be that way. Okay. Uh, it's It, it won't uh, continue to go that way. And it looks like my mother's trying to, uh, trying to go outside. I'm going to have to uh, get over here in a second and find out what she's doing because it looks like she's heading for the door. She is. So I'm going to let this play and I'm going to go and get my mother. Okay. One zero questioner, you mentioned the word empire in relation to the Orion group. I have thought for some time that the movie Star Wars was somehow an allegory, in part, for what is actually happening. Is this correct? Ra, I am Ra. This is correct in the same way that a simple children's story is an allegory for physical slash philosophical slash social complex distortion slash understanding. 16.11 questioner, is there a harvest of entities oriented towards service to self like there is a harvest here of entities oriented towards service to others? Ra, I am Ra. 
There is one harvest. Those able to enter fourth density through vibrational complex levels may choose the manner of their further seeking of the one creator. 16.12 Questioner, then as we enter the fourth density there will be a split. Shall we say, and part of the individuals who go into the fourth density will go to planets or places where there is service to others and the other part will go into places where there is service to self. Is this correct? Ra, I am Ra. This is correct. 16.13 Questioner, well, the Confederation established its core. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys. So, <clears throat> yeah, my mother actually grabbed her shoes and decided to try and walk out the front door. So I'm going to have to cut it early tonight and get off of here because I'm not sure what's going on with her. But she was actually trying to escape just now in her pajamas, wearing sandals, grabbing her tennis shoes and going out the front door. So I have her sitting down, but I'm going to need to uh, uh, not be on here being distracted by this for tonight. So it looks like the universe is saying that we're going to end it early. And we'll continue this conversation <laughs> next Friday. Uh, so you guys have a good weekend. I apologize for having to cut it short this weekend. We'll pick it back up where we were next week and continue on from there. Mom's obviously having a bad day. <laughs> so I need to go and take care of mom. I love you guys. Have a great night. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, share this out, share this out, share this out. Those of you out there in the world who hear this uh, and didn't get to see the visuals, please go to any of my platforms, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, any of the places. Right. I know Vanessa said, oh, boy. Yeah. Right. Uh, so go to Facebook, go to uh, YouTube. Uh, that video that I played where I was reading the words at the very beginning. Uh, if you don't if you didn't get to see it on the MP4 file, please go back and watch that or go to another platform and watch it. I have it up there for you about the uh, Orion uh, uh, Coalition of Light uh, in the introduction to the world. Now that the World Coalition has declared their freedom. Uh, and independence on this planet for the first time. Uh, so now we're letting you guys know that we do exist. And some of you already knew we were here anyways, because some of you uh, channeled it. I've had a couple of psychics mention it to me in the last few months. Uh, and I was surprised that they knew about that uh, and come to find out they knew about it from for a while. So some people, you guys have already been introduced to the Orion Coalition of Light, and you've heard those words before. Some of you have not, and it's brand new to you. Uh, you'll be hearing more uh, from that coalition worldwide as other people uh, will then start doing what I'm doing uh, and, and telling you that they're part of that coalition as you're here. All right, guys, have a great night. Uh, I love you guys. And like I said, I'll see you next week.